Welcome to the Good Word. I am Mark Lindsay, pastor of First Baptist Church of Big Spring, Texas. We have been walking this Holy Week with Jesus to the cross and ultimately to the tomb of His resurrection. Matthew's Gospel has been guiding us and revealing to us how Jesus spent His final days before the cross. Over one-fourth of the book of Matthew is devoted to the last week before Jesus' death. All of Scripture builds to this pivotal week, pointing to the moment when Jesus would bear the weight of humanity's sin. Yesterday, Matthew led us in on the conversation of Jesus and the Pharisees. For there the Pharisees were rebuked by Jesus. But now we turn to another conversation. And Matthew opens up this conversation between Jesus and his disciples. The topic is his triumphal return. I will be reading from Matthew chapter 24, verses 1 through 14, and then verses 30 through 36. Matthew chapter 24. I'm reading from the New International Version. Jesus left the temple and was walking away when his disciples came up to him to call his attention to its buildings. Do you see all these things, he asked. I tell you the truth, not one stone here will be left on another. Everyone will be thrown down. As Jesus was sitting on the Mount of Olives, the the disciples came to him privately. Tell us, they said, when will this happen and what will be the sign of your coming at the end of the age? Jesus answered, Watch out that no one deceives you, for many will come in my name, claiming I am the Christ, and will deceive many. You will hear of wars and rumors of wars, but see to it that you are not alarmed. Such things must happen, but the end is still to come. Nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and the earthquakes in various places, and all these are the beginning of birth pangs. Then you will be handed over to be persecuted and put to death, and you will be hated by all nations because of me. At that time, many will turn away from the faith and will betray and hate each other, and many false prophets will appear and deceive many people. Because of the increase of wickedness, the love of most will grow cold, but he who stands firm to the end will be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in the whole world as a testimony to all nations, and then the end will come. Verse 30. At that time, the sign of the Son of Man will appear in the sky, and all the nations of the earth will mourn. They will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of the sky with power and great glory, and he will send his angels with a loud trumpet call, and they will gather his elect from the four winds from one end of the heavens to the other. Now learn this lesson from the fig tree. As soon as its figs get tender and its leaves come out, you know what summer is near. Even so, when you see all these things, you know that it is near right at the door. I tell you the truth. 
This generation will certainly not pass away until all these things have happened. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. No one knows about that day or hour, not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but only the Father. The day of Christ's return will be evident to all. His coming will be no secret. The angels of heaven will let out a trumpet blast, and every eye will behold the Son of Man in the sky. For the first time, he came to a remote, obscure town just outside Jerusalem, where he went largely unnoticed, save for a few shepherds and some farm animals. He came the first time lying in a manger. However, he will come the second time riding on the clouds. Jesus says he will. But also the Old Testament prophet Daniel proclaimed Jesus would return triumphantly on the clouds. Daniel chapter 7, verses 13 and 14. And I saw one like a son of man coming with the clouds of heaven. He approached the ancient of days and was escorted before him. He was given authority to rule and glory and a kingdom so that those of every people, nation, and language should serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion that will not pass away, and his kingdom is one that will not be destroyed. Jesus came the first time in humility to provide salvation. He will come the second time revealing the glory of God in the Son of God, who will come on the clouds in power to execute judgment. In verse 30, Jesus says the tribes of the earth will mourn when they see him coming. On that day of judgment, all who are not ready for that day, that is, those who have refused to turn from their sin and to trust in Christ as Savior and King, will come face to face with the Holy One whom they have rejected. If this happened today, would you be ready? If not, then repent and believe in Christ today. If you are a genuine follower of Christ, are there things in your life you still need to repent of, sins unto which you are holding? Are you doing anything today which would cause you to be ashamed if Jesus were to come at this moment? If so, let go of these things. Confess your sin and find mercy in your Savior so you will be ready for His coming. Following Jesus' description of his second coming in verses 29 through 31, he tells a parable of the fig tree in verses 32 and 33. Christians must watch, for they see the leaves on the tree, that is, the signs which Jesus spoke, indicating the Lord's return is near. We are to keep our eyes on the sky and our hearts prepared, even though we do not know the exact timing of his coming. We should long for the coming of Christ. The realities of our day of tribulation, deception, temptation, persecution, difficulties ought to create within each of us as a child of God anticipation. The more we live in this world, the more we will long for Christ to come back to this world.
So approach Easter with a watchful eye. For without the resurrection, there would be no triumphal return. Our celebration of the resurrection of Christ cannot be complete unless we are watching for the return of Christ to this earth. It may be today. It may be tomorrow. We do not know when Christ will come back, but we ought to be ready. I'm so grateful our time of worship on this Easter Sunday will point us to the risen Lord and will encourage us to look for the triumphal return of Jesus Christ. I invite you to join us in worship on Easter Sunday at 10 a.m. You can join us in worship through our online streaming service. You can access that service on www.fbcbigspring.org and that will give you a place where you can worship the Lord with other believers. I would encourage you to send to me an email of how God is working in your life or perhaps you have a prayer need. You can send that to mark at fbcbigspring.org. I'm so thankful that you have been a part of our podcast for Holy Week. It is encouraging that we can come together with one heart and one mind and to know of the presence of the Lord.